Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. She done talking? Oh, shit. Okay. All right. All right. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Okay. Where do I go? Uh, so, so much. My head is everywhere. Okay. What's happening? Good evening. I know it's late. I'm sorry. I, I have a life. Sorry. I have a life. Oh, I see. Okay. Do 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 Okay. Oh, come on, it's not gonna I hate when they Make you want to sign in or, or buy a membership. I hate that shit. I hate it to death. Okay. I hope everybody had a fun day. Eventful day. All that good stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Now listen, man. I'm going to say some things tonight that may offend a lot of you. But, you know, kind of part of what I do. Now, shout out to everybody that made it. Shout out to all you, you vampires and, and late night animals that are here. Martina, I know Martina's like wide awake because it's like, what, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning over there? Who's the lady? That's, that's my producer, Cindy. Magbone, what's happening? Listen, I don't celebrate no Cinco de Mayo. Man, let me go ahead and get into that rant real quick. I don't celebrate no Cinco. I'm not Mexican. You know what I'm saying? No offense to anybody, but why would I celebrate? This is why I don't understand with black folk. St. Patrick's Day, you're Irish. Cinco de Mayo, all of a sudden, you're you're Hispanic. Uh, what else? Well, give me some other cultural uh days of celebration that black folk just find an excuse to celebrate because come black history i don't see nobody else talking about happy black history month bro i don't see them shits i don't see i don't see irishmen i don't see latinos talking about happy juneteenth i don't see irishmen i don't see latinos celebrating happy Juneteenth with y'all. 
Now all of a sudden you want to break out your Spanish. You want to break out your sombreros. You want to all of a sudden cook Mexican dishes. Come on, black folk. Stop this nonsense, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they, where, 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 where have you seen a bunch of, a bunch of Irish men talking about happy Juneteenth, bro. See the Irish, I'm going to leave alone. I'm just saying. Sexy Red TV, what's happening, what's happening? The one we always want something to say. No, we want to celebrate everybody else's shit but our own. So I don't care about no damn, no dissing anybody, but what I look like, unless I'm talking directly to somebody, like say conspiracy, right? If I text conspiracy, hey, bro, happy single de Mayo, right? That's one thing. But outside of that, you're not going to catch me Mexican flag or I'm at somebody's house and they, they have any single de Mayo parties. I don't do that. I don't do that. But what? But that maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm weird like that. I thought Latino, this, I don't know. You, know, you missed me with that. I don't know whose fault that is. I'm just saying, yeah, we want acceptance from everybody. I don't understand. See, now see, I don't, I don't celebrate no Chinese new year either. I don't, the dragons and the, the fireworks. I don't do that. I stay in my lane. I stay in my lane. I wish a brother would or a sister. I wish another black person would tell me happy single de Mayo. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Juneteenth. Eh, where, where everybody else? Bro, I'm so glad you guys, you know, yeah, nah, 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 that's not how that works. That's not how that works. Yeah. I don't do no single de Mayo. Come on. That's not. That's like me celebrating Cesar Chavez Day out here. So a lot of y'all, if you don't live in California, Cesar Chavez Day is a Californian holiday. Oh, you know what? I believe the government take B. Where you at? What took you so long? I, I called you. Who, whose fault is it that your knee is hurting? Because you fell down trying to run from me. I got up too quick. Hey, is, single, is, is Cesar Chavez national or just California? Or is it government? Okay, Cesar Chavez Day is a Californian holiday. Like, like... Uh, who? I know who he. I'm just, I'm just making it. Get okay, you can go. Thank you. Yeah, the the immigrant farmer worker guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like Casimir Pulaski, right? A lot of I remember growing up. I remember when they first brought in Casimir Pulaski Day. We were like, who's who's Casimir Pulaski? What did he do? So he was some Polish guy that they found relevant to give him a complete. National holiday, Casimir Pulaski. I know a lot of y'all be like, who? Exactly. So out here, Cesar Chavez uh, is his own Californian holiday. He was some immig- Mexican immigrant. You know, these migrant farmers, and they, whatever, riots and, and, and whatever, Mex- immigrant rights or ma- migrant farmer rights. So he's a big deal out here. But if you don't live in California, you never heard of Cesar Chavez. Not the boxer, not the boxer, the freedom fighter. 
All right? You don't see me out here running around here talking about, hey, hey, Paso Holmes, happy Caesar Chavez. Day. No, no, no. I don't. I stay in my lane. I stay in my lane. See, there he is. Conspiracy. Do you celebrate? Here's a trick question for you, sir. Do you celebrate Caesar Chavez Day? And, and do you also celebrate Cinco de Mayo? I'm going to get it from the source. Where's my man Techie at? Keep a Techie's in the house. Where you at? Where you at? They playing Mexican music so loud in my neighborhood right now. <laughs> T, they play. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Did my mic go out? They out there playing Tigres del Norte. Everybody around here playing Tigres del Norte. Slot, what's Tigres del Norte? Tigers of the North. Probably the most popular mariachi band in all of Latin America. Okay? Tigres del Norte. For the last 40 years, from what I, I can reckon, I gather, Tigres del Norte, the most popular mariachi band ever somebody confirm what i'm saying someone sit here and be like slot know his shit yes he does the corona is flowing out here they playing loud bando music out there. oh he does have Jesus chavez that see i that's that's silly to me I, i'm not gonna go that far it ain't even that serious man it ain't even that serious to me, man. Conspiracy, sir, do you do you celebrate Cesar Chavez and do you celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Once it 100% correct, that's right. I know Tigres del Norte. Better get on it. Slobby on it. I know my stuff. I'm cultured. I'm cultured. Wait, at the gym today, they had a Cinco de Mayo Zumba class. Now, that's damn near disrespectful. Cinco de Mayo's national. Yeah, but why do black folks celebrate it? For what? What is the purpose of black folks celebrating Cinco de Mayo if you are not, if you do not have a direct heritage or lineage that's of Latin descent? And I don't mean Latin. I guess maybe the term would be Hispanic. Because, you know, Latino really is, that's Latin. That's a whole nother, right? And then really Hispanic, it refers to Spain. So what? Is the appropriate term. I celebrate it. May the fourth be with you. Okay. I, I feel you on that. That slow ass music that never stops. Huh. Okay. All right. Let's get, let's get this thing popping. Let's get this thing popping. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Could you imagine. People celebrating MLK. That's not black. Could you imagine a bunch of Germans and Russians? Hey, bro, happy MLK Day. What? Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. All right? Because I'm not out here celebrating. Uh, uh, well, not, not, I don't want to say Stalin. I don't want to say Stalin. God, no, don't say Stalin. Who's the other one? Who's the other Russian dictator? I don't, I don't be, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, no, no, no. Okay, I'm over it now. That's enough of my, my little monologue for the, day, for the night. 
now? Where do I, where shall I go? Where shall I start? My wife is Mexican. Her family doesn't celebrate it. Okay. Interesting. 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 I celebrated the fourth, but don't like Mandalorian. Yo, season three was a letdown. Season three of the Mandalorian, super letdown. Nah, not Putin. Nah, not Putin. Hispanic music got that same beat rhythm that never changes, and y'all know what I'm talking. Wait, no. Hey, Nick, no. I knew Nick was like, there's a disturbance in the forest. Nick ears perked up like Russian. No, I was asking... I was asking, I was saying, like, you will never see Russians or Germans running up to black folk celebrating uh, MLK Day, right? So that's like black folk running to Russians to celebrate whatever day they celebrate. That's like, it doesn't work like that. So I never understood why black folk are so quick to celebrate everybody else's cultures or day of celebration and just stick to their own selves. Yeah, not, not, not Gorbachev, not Gorbachev. So that's what, that's what I was asking, Nick. Yeah, season three was bad, yo. Bad, 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 bad. Might have been linen. Might have been linen. Might have been linen. I don't know. I would have to consult with Nick. I don't want to speak out of place. So, um, let's do this. Let's go into our first clip of the night. I ain't celebrating nobody's. Not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Nick. Like, how many times do you see black folk celebrating, you know, wearing green and St. Patrick's Day? And I'm just like, you and not even, y'all not even. You never finished season two? That's the best season so far. Season three is a letdown, complete letdown. I mean, really, ever since they let go of Gina Carano, downward spiral. Because Gina, Gina Carano was supposed to have her own spinoff show, The Acolytes. And when Disney fired her, you know, that's the, the descent. Was it Khrushchev? I don't know. I, I, would, I, would, I would have to defer to Nick on that. Um, okay, what do I want to play first? All right, so I, 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 let's, do, let's do Prince. Because even though Prince... Business-wise, is nowhere near Michael Jackson. Let's his business acumen is not okay. When you talk biz, music business acumen, uh, Michael Jackson far surpasses Prince. But Prince was no dummy. So I want I just want to get that out the way first. Prince was no dummy, but Michael whoops Prince's ass when it comes to music business acumen. But Prince every now and again has some gems. And I want to go over one of his gems. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Prince Rogers Nelson. You know, every once in a while you come across some Prince gems and jewels you have to share with the people. Let's go. But other people sing your songs and uh, they just yeah. kind of sing them out loud and, yeah. and don't, you know. I don't what mind, have you heard? I, I don't mind fans singing the songs. My problem is when the industry covers the music. See, covering music means that your version doesn't exist anymore. A lot of times people think I'm doing Sinead O'Connor's song right. and uh, Shaka Khan's song yes. when in fact I wrote those songs. And it's, it's okay when my friends ask to do them, but there's this thing called the compulsory license law which allows artists through the record companies to take your music at will without your permission. And that doesn't exist in any other art form, be it books, movies, mm -hmm. you know, there's only one version of law and order. 
Yes. There's several versions of Kiss and Purple right. Rain. And there should be one version of, of music. You would think. How can how Ha Once again, I give credit where credit is due. Prince was no dummy, but Prince is nothing on Michael's level when it comes to business acumen. Okay? So shout out to Prince. That was a nice little, you know, musical gem. I, I, you know, I come across wisdom. I, I need, I ingest it and I share it. Okay. I come across wisdom. I ingest it and I share it. Now, where shall I go next? Who is this? What is this? Ooh, that's, and you know, don't want to do that right now. No, I'm going to save that for later. Let me save that. Let me save that. What is this? Which, which one is this? Ooh, yeah. Okay. You know what? So the long-standing rumor was that Diana Ross may or may not have had re- relations with Michael. I believe they did. I, I'm one of those people that believe that Diana Ross and Michael Jackson had a thing. Now, it may have been like a few times sexually, but they definitely had a relationship. Um, I would say probably beyond sex, but I'm convinced they did at some point have a fling or two. You're just not going to be able to tell me otherwise. So I came across this clip, old school clip, and the banter between them is very, very telling. The chemistry between them is obvious. It's obvious. I'll let the clip uh, show y'all what I'm trying to explain to y'all. Let's go. I knew that you were going to be a giant star. I really did. Well, thank you. Yeah, but I didn't know. What I didn't know is that you were going to get so sexy. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> well, I always knew you would. What? Be sexy. <laughs> Don't you, do you guys think she's sexy? Y'all not gonna sit here and tell me these two didn't have a fling at one point. <laughs> You're embarrassing me, Diana. Stop. <laughs> you you sit here telling me these two didn't have a fling? Yeah. They didn't have a fling? What? I No, Thriller is a better album than Purple Rain. What are you talking about? Man, you get, in, get out of here with that shit. Yes, Thriller is better than Purple Rain. What do we, we, I've done this before. We, we've already broken that down. No, sir, don't do that. No Michael Jackson slander. See... See, even old head women back, even the cougars back then was getting them some young meat, okay? Yes, when Michael was wilding, Studio 54 was popping. That's probably the, the wildest version of Michael we will ever get to witness. Studio 54 version, right? <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait. You know what? This is random. Wait. Wait a minute, wait. Yeah, I got off the wall, wall better, better than Thriller. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yes, I, I, yeah, off the wall is Michael in his, in his essence. Thriller is when he goes mainstream. So, uh, okay. Let's do a Mike Tyson clip. Mike Tyson, when Mike Tyson is conscious and in his right state of mind, 
he's scary intelligent. I mean, he's already his. I mean, his boxing IQ is is one of the best. You know, he has one of the highest boxing IQs. I don't know why this man is just going doesn't go into coaching like full time. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one can ever question Mike's boxing IQ. But I mean, just IQ outside of boxing when he's like in his right element he's scary intelligent but he's always displayed that you know i just don't think in, en- in enough that people still think mike you know i don't know like mike is an intelligent man clearly when he's like in the in the zone right but let's go do you like riddick bow i love riddick bow your friends yeah did you grow up together Bo. we went to school together in brooklyn yeah what a story two heavyweight champs in the same school would you fight both? I don't know. I, I did something. That's one thing that I, I would take different. I probably, at this stage of my life, and being as conscious as I am, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. And Why should two friends hurt each other? I, that's what I'm trying to say now. It's just too disrespectful. The only reason you put your hand on somebody, even in a street fight, if you're conscious, is because you have no respect for them. Like, kids fight because we don't know any better. But as grown men fight, and if they're, not, if they're conscious, the only reason I'll put my hand on you is because I have no respect for you if we have a fight. See, a conscious, sober Mike, like a Mike that's like locked in, he's scary intelligent. Scary intelligent. I just wish that he just got into coaching or training more often. And, uh, you know, I would love to see like him take somebody, a young fighter under his wing and just see what it, what it turns out to be, you know? Yeah. Okay. Got the trash. And then that for later. Who is this? Who is this? What clip is this? Oh, nope. You know what? We're going to save that. Save that. Save that. Save that. That over here. Okay. What is this? What clip is this? Oh, oh, no, no, no. I don't want to give away all my good stuff. Wait a minute. Okay. Y'all pray for Isaiah Washington. Isaiah Washington has just, he refused, he just will not go quietly into the sunset. I, 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 I hear it. <laughs> I understand. Like Isaiah Washington refuses to go quietly into the night. I understand. I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. <sighs> he said, I wonder if I should tweet about the rampant alcohol and drugs used amongst my fellow castmates and producers of Grey's Anatomy and all of the swinger parties that took place. I remained clean for three years and declined the after hours hot tub invites because I was convinced that I would lose my contract with a urine analysis at any moment and lose my dear wife. If I got in that woman's hot tub, I wonder, Lord have mercy. Wait, found 12 stolen cars in Dalton. How? Why? What? You know what? Chicago is just off the fuck. I don't know which is worse, Chicago or New York. Like they're neck and neck. Like who's, who would be the, the most trashiest, the most trash city? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Like, yo, man, I don't know, brother. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is it is it worth it at this point? Like, you know? I mean, is it worth it at this point? 
not that I'm asking what is the point. I'm just ask I'm just asking like at this point what is what I don't know, man. Y'all y'all pray for this. Y'all pray for for OG cuz he I mean, I'm sure he has a method to his madness. You know, I'm I get it. Trash everything, knock everything down, burn it on your way out the door. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I just be safe out here, man. These people not playing with y'all. These people not playing with y'all. And y'all still out here thinking Jamie Foxx is alive, huh? <laughs> I was in the shade room and uh I was on some of these these uh these black power uh IG sites and I'm like, y'all I said that man been dead. What y'all talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Negative comments. The majority of black people are sheep. Let me just say this real quick. The majority of black people are dumb as a box of rocks. Sheep. Sheep. Easily corralled. If you're, no offense to anybody, but if you're a person of color that somehow believes Jamie Foxx is still alive, God bless you. Okay. Oh, okay. They drifting. Oh, they, they just not getting into drifting. Oh, that's, they set the street on fire. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. Okay. Wow. I, I didn't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Listen, you can't save everybody. And that's why I tell y'all don't engage in these fruitless debates and back and forth with these people. You know, they, when have you ever not been told somebody's medical condition when they go into the hospital after three weeks, what medical complication, you know what? Okay. Let me stop. Let me go and get the body. I'm, I'm over it. Don't you do it? Yes. Yeah. Texas boy. Ain't he from y'all? He from your, your, your city or whatever. The nigga He's dead. Not that I wish death on anybody, but the man is clearly dead. The man is clearly dead. So this section of the show will be the clone show. I like that. This section of the show will be the clone show. All right. So the first thing is clearly Jamie Foxx is dead. All right. Now, will they pull a DeMar Hamlin with him and he makes miraculous uh, recovery and they have some body double impersonator come out all of a sudden to be him? Possibly. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Now, why am I into the clone part now? Because... Your clone, the the one, you know, one of the most infamous clones, Gucci Mane, has some dating advice. Clones are out here giving marriage advice. Okay, let's get into, you know, marriage advice from a goddamn clone, and we're gonna get into some more clone stuff. This segment is brought to you by the Cloning Center facilities located all throughout the world. <laughs> let's continue. How do you keep a happy wife? It's all about the money. Damn. <laughs> well, straight up. No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm gonna no, send that no, to no, why, said, How so? Said, you know, we got two incomes. My wife is 
rich as hell. I heard that. It's just, but, but I feel like for me, it's just a personal thing. I would have never got married if I wasn't, you know, financially well off. That was since I was little. I was like, if I wanted to be rich, I want to be married. If you ain't got no money, why would you even want to be married? I would Damn, never really? want to be broken married. Hell no. Nah. What about love? What's- yeah, you want to be in love, but if you don't got no money, how, what you think I'm paying the bills? <laughs> What's the most expensive thing you Don't guys have bought for each other? It ain't even about expensive. It's right? just about, <laughs> you know, just being at peace and being happy. How you going to be happy you if you worry about all this thing? How you going to be happy with somebody? I wouldn't be happy. Right. Can you be broke, married, and I, happy? I, I, I you can't. I couldn't be. Okay. I love it. All right. All right. That is part one of... A clone giving y'all marriage advice. Let's get to part two. Let's get to part two. Marriage advice. Clone talk. Let's go. All right. So the secret, one of the secrets of your successful marriage is y'all have money. The two incomes, it helps. I heard that. So yeah, it's, it's, that, that's what makes a happy wife. She ain't stop smiling. Not down, she ain't stop smiling. You don't see so me frowning. When y'all go to dinner... As a man, do you always pay her knowing that your queen has money too? My wife is an exceptional chef. She can cook so oh, good, it's unreal. Nice. But when we do go out, it don't matter who pay the bill. We both load it. Damn. That's sick. That must be nice, That's man. Fun. Like Okay, now let's continue with part three of Clone Talk. This is probably the most accurate thread I've I've come across. And actually breaking down the different versions of cloning types and techniques. Take everything I present to you with a grain of salt. Okay. Take everything. What I say to you with a grain of salt. Make of it what thou wilt. Let's go. Okay. 1997. President Bill Clinton had banned federal funding for research into cloning human beings, warning against trying to play God. That speech came after the first ever cloned mammal, Dolly the Sheep, was created from an adult cell in, on July 5th, 1996. Dolly the Sheep was cloned by a team of scientists led by Dr. Ian Wilmot at the Roslyn Institute in Edinburgh, Scotland in '96. Okay. The Roslyn Institute is a research center that focuses on animal sciences and is affiliated with the University of Edinburgh. And we, this ties into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I will tie to this. This will be that will be the fourth part of Clone Talk. Let's continue. The scientific method used was somatic cell nuclear transfer to clone Dolly, involving transferring the nucleus of a cell from an adult sheep into an unfertilized egg cell from another sheep. Of course, this is one method among others. This was an admission to technical ability. Okay. Uh, Now, here we go. Okay. There's a clip of Jack Black. I came across. You ever wonder why actors show up in movies? You know, they are probably tired of doing. And let's let's get into that. Let's get into Jack Black how to play that and then it was such a hit it was way bigger than i even anticipated and now um i think we're gonna make part two i think you have to i think you like have to they kill you if you try to walk away and they clone you okay now he may have said it in jest he may have said it in joking but let's continue let's continue um okay now here are the five ways of cloning these are the five ways 
Ready? Here we go. Number one, cloning pods. Human cloning could be achieved using special pods or machines that contain the genetic material of the donor. The pods could be programmed to create a clone of the donor using tech that reprograms the genetic material. Number two, gene editing. This is CRISPR. All right, the movie Rampage goes deep into CRISPR. Uh, scientifically, human cloning could be achieved using advanced gene editing technology that allows scientists to modify the, gene the genetic material of the donor to create a clone. This could involve selecting desirable traits or removing the undesirable ones. Designer babies. Let's continue. Number three, quantum cloning. Human cloning using advanced quantum technology that allows for the creation of identical copies of a person. In this scenario, the donor's genetic material could be scanned and replicated at a quantum level, creating a perfect clone of the individual. Uh, what movie was that? It was on Apple. It, I just did a review a couple months ago. It was an Apple, t Apple TV movie. Uh, was it Yaya, Yaya Abdul-Mateen? No. It was a black actor, and he was dying, and the company created a perfect replica of himself. I forget what the movie that was. Somebody rem remind me of when I did a breakdown, I forgot what it was, but it can just continue. Number four, artificial womb cloning through the use of artificial wombs. In this scenario, the genetic material of the donor could be combined with an artificial egg in a tank or machine. And the resulting embryo could be implanted into an artificial womb to develop into a clone baby. Number five, brain mapping. The final way to create a clone of a person using advanced brain mapping technology that captures the individual's memories, thoughts, and personality. The clone could then be created using this information and implanted with the donor's consciousness. Now, how many movies have we seen where they, they create the clone and they take a chip from the person's original consciousness and transfer it over into the new one? We've seen this happen too many times, more so that this is probably the, the best most effective way that they do it now. I could be wrong. Take everything what I say with a grain of salt. Okay, continue. How are these clones controlled? By a central AI that works with a transmitter that receives information through a chip, which is neurologically connected to their brain. This central AI controls these clones equally like as in a hive mind. How long do these clones last? It was stated clones exist for only three years once they leave their maturation chambers and are recalled to a reclamation center at least one week before they expire. According to a deep state cloning scientist who was arrested by U.S. Special Forces in early, early January this year. A 49-year-old German-born scientist identified as Harold Krauss was interrogated about his role in cloning. He stated that after three years, the clones go through psychosis as the neural pathways start to decay as the brain no longer clears unused pathways through synaptic pruning. This is when they glitch out. That's when they start glitching out. Okay. Now. You know what? Let's look that up. Let's look up Harold Krauss. Once again, take everything I present to you with a grain of salt. Do what thou wilt with the information. Uh, shoot. Copy paste, man. Just copy paste, bro. Paste. Harold Klaus. Okay. Okay. So, after he's arrested, uh, let's see. 
Oh, wow. They described Klaus as intelligent, but also timid and fragile and feared that coercion mate might make him crack, just not the way they wanted. They promised him protection from deep state retaliation and said if they turned him loose on the streets, the deep state would surely kill him since they knew he was in the hands of the white hat partition of the U.S. military. Kraus got royal treatment, quality food tailored to his diet, and ample recovery time between isochronous interrogation sessions, and he stayed in a room with a bed instead of a cell with a rickety, uncomfortable cot. The interrogators hoped their generosity would elicit a confession, but Kraus, headstrong and palpably fearful of his former employers, still answered questions with an indignant shoulder shrug and proclamations of, I really don't know anything. His convenient amnesia continued into March, frustrating the interrogators who had extended him every possible courtesy and were assiduous, assiduous and in trying to earn his trust through acts of kindness. In mid-March, Kraus stopped eating, telling interrogators that captivity caused depression and that he had lost his appetite. He said he was homesick, not for work, but for his wife and 12-year-old son who lived in Hamburg, Germany. All of our research, and we had no clues this guy had a wife and kid still in Germany, told investigators they lived in Germany because the w wife is a part-time caregiver for her sick mother and hadn't, been, hadn't seen them in a year when they visited him in Boston. Uh, let's see. The interrogators amplified their tactics, telling Krauss that, that only through them would he gain, uh, that he would again see his family. Okay. Kraus broke between sobs. He told interrogators that deep state had compartmentalized its cloning operations so that scientists at one facility knew neither the location nor the employees at other labs. He had seen briefs. He said, alluding to the existence of 12 domestic cloning laboratories besides the one he worked in, in Missouri. When he insisted that he was oblivious to whose clones the deep state had spawned at different labs, investigators asked him to take a polygraph to which he assented. While hooked to the polygraph, Klaus said clones had a lifespan of only three years, which is why the deep state bred multiple copies of the same persons. He said that rapid maturation came with an insolvable side effect, irreversible decay of neural pathways. In humans, the brain clears unused pathways through a process called synaptic pruning. Every time we learn something new, our brain structure changes. New neural pathways form, synapses are created to store and retrieve this new information. Clones, Klaus said, stop forming new pathways after three years and existing paths rot causing psychosis before they die every clone he added has a subdermal microchip implanted behind the left ear it serves as a gps tracking device and a receiver through which the deep state can issue a recall command ahead of the clone's expiration date he also said the chip allows the deep state to monitor its clone's general health Krauss explained that recalled clones get dissolved in acid and replaced by another facsimile of the human it portrays in public and claimed the now destroyed Missouri lab had released three copies of Biden between 2012 and 2022. Krauss said he believed that he believed but could not prove that Obama had been had been real had, or had the real Biden killed. Um, our sources say Krauss passed four polygraph exams. When asked what happens to Krauss, he said, Obviously, we can't let him go. The deep state won't let him live, and we have justifiable reasons to hold him indefinitely if necessary. He's committed crimes against the nation and humanity, and he might have more to tell us. Once again, take everything what I say that I presented with a grain of salt. Now, let's go into Guardians of the Galaxy. 
because this ties in perfectly. Let me pull it back, pull it back. See that, that. Okay, let me get caught up in the comments. So, oh, Silver Fox, thank you for, uh, for becoming a member, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, okay, okay. Let me send, let me get to caught up, let me get caught up. Let me get caught up in the comments. <laughs> hey, let me get caught up in these comments. Straight to Patreon? Nah, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not cursing a whole lot, so as long as I don't curse, or go off the rails in my commentary, I think I'll be okay. Yes, John Legend definitely designed designer babies. Just definitely. That's what the brat and Judy tried to do on some low-level nigger shit, right? Okay, yes, the movie Swan Song. Uh, no, it's not the movie. That's not the movie I was talking about, but Swan Song is one of them. No, it was on Apple TV. It came out literally like three or four months ago. It, it was either Yaya Abdul-Mateen or, um, uh, I forget who the black guy, I, he was a black, he was a brother. He's a, he's a pretty prominent name. I forget the name of that movie, y'all, but he was dying. And he went to the facility that specializes in replicas and they had an exact replica and he had to basically stay at the facility and let the new, um, clone take its place and go be with his family and there was this tension and this back and forth and he actually broke out of the facility went to the house had one last interaction with his wife and child then came back to the facility to, to die while the new clone took over and then there was another white woman that was there she was at the facility she was ahead of him and they were having this, this talk on a park bench don't know the name I forget the name of that movie I forgot the name of that movie you guys are so wrong with these. I'm looking at y'all comments. You guys are so wrong. You got, I did a breakdown on it. <laughs> it was on Apple TV. But yeah, Blade Runner, same thing. Oh, yes. No, not Alter Carbon, but these are good examples. Uh, yeah, Blade Runner 20, 2049. Uh, if you didn't know about the first Blade Runner, Deckard was a, he was a replicant. Harrison Ford character was a replicant. So this whole time, like 20 years later, the debate had waged. I, mean, I remember I used to get into debates all the time. Was Deckard a, re a replicant or not? Right? So then they confirmed he was a replicant. Him and Rachel had a baby. The problem was Ryan Gosling's character thought he was their child. Come to find out they had a, the child was the, the lady he went to go see in the facility and she couldn't come outside of the sealed room because she had a very bad immune system and she would draw and make pictures and stuff like that. But the whole time he thought he was their child, right? Okay. 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 Hey, if you ever catch me with single demand festivities around me, that shit's silly. So much pride for country, but want to fill up over here. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Okay, now let's get to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. If you don't, you already know what I do when I, when I break these movies down, so to please, I don't want to hear you complain about spoilers. Let's not even do that. Um, so, High Evolutionary, Rocket Raccoon was a genetic experiment. Oh, my God. So, two words to describe this movie 
animal abuse. If you have young children that have pets, you might not want to take them to go see this movie. If you have a young child with pets, probably not the best movie to take them to go see. It is, and there is animal torture in this. Lord have mercy. Teeth's, uh, uh, Teeth's, Floor, Rocket, and Lila. Lila was an otter that had robotic arms. Teeth, the walrus, in a damn wheelchair. And poor Floor. Floor was a rabbit that had its legs cut off and it had spider legs on it with a metal mouth. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. Jeezy. Peach. But, but, pay attention. The high evolutionary was a brother. So all you Dr. Yakubians, y'all love that Yakub theory. Here you go. Okay. All you, all you Kamesh, y'all you Kamishian folks that be like, Dr. Yakub. Here's your movie. The high evolutionary created societies of genetically altered beings from animals to all this, to all that. He created the sovereign people. The sovereign, if you watch uh, volume two, everybody's in gold, the gold beans, the high evolutionary created them. Okay. Oh my God. So we got animal abuse. <laughs> we have Yakub. Um, it was about 15 minutes too long. Nobody dies. I think this movie would have had more punch if one of the main characters died. Uh, Quill finally acknowledges that Gamora is different and they will never have anything going on. Um, basically, it tells Rocket's backstory. He's a genetically uh, engineered raccoon from Earth. And he was so smart. Basically, the high evolutionary wanted him back because he was one, one of his only few creations, the one creation that helped him uh, bypass a gene that made all of his experiments very angry. So Rocket Raccoon figured out how to bypass that and, and for the high evolutionary to create a gentle, peaceful um, creature, right? Rocket at one point, he breaks out. Uh, it was just, listen, it was extreme. <laughs> now, nah, 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 it was sad. It was sad. And um, animal abuse, animal torture. The worst part, the worst part. So after they go back in the third act to kind of free Oh, Rocket had a kill switch on his heart. Rocket got injured in the fight against Adam Warlock. They couldn't they couldn't use the med, the med pack on Rocket. Rocket had a kill switch on his heart. They had to go back to the original company that's owned by the high authority to locate uh, a patch um like a like a a code to disable the kill switch so they could heal Rocket. After they go back, they they save Rocket. And then they're about to leave. And then I, I believe it's Drax and um, old girl with the antenna. They discover children. <laughs> children in cages. Did we not just have a whistleblower talk about 
children being used in trafficking. This is why I don't waste my time on arguments about human trafficking and children. You're not going to stop a damn thing. But anywho, so there's these cages of cages of genetically created children. So his last greatest creation were these these children and they, they helped him build some cognitive motor thing in t- under two minutes. So this was his perfect creation. And there's cages upon cages of these genetically modified children that they had to go free. <laughs> and then Rocket, Rocket goes back and he sees all the animals still in cages. And he, then he goes to see a bunch of baby raccoons. They're from Earth. At one point, High Evolutionary says, yeah, I, I visited your planet a long time ago, right? And so there's social commentary in this, right? Because he wants to create a perfect society. But when they landed on counter-Earth, as they're driving to the laboratory, they see all the ills that human society goes through. You saw an octopus with dreadlocks. You saw an octopus with dreadlocks. I say you saw an octopus with dreadlocks selling drugs to children. Then you had another creature beating up another creature, just like humans. You had a homeless creature sleeping on the bench. Then there's this, there's this Spanish bat family. They were Spanish. They was taking, listen, Latino people, y'all should be mad at this movie. Clearly, they were talking about y'all. There's this family of Spanish bats. James Gunn is a damn fool. Do you understand me? (laughs) James Gunn is a damn fool for this movie. Had a family of Spanish bats. They they tell Peter Quill where to go to the high evolution. (laughs) And this guy is supposed to direct the next Superman movie? Oh, my Lord, Lord, Lord. Listen, I will not go see Superman Legacy when it comes in theaters 2025. I will not support the gun universe, the gunverse. No, I'm done with DC. After the Flash, I'm out. After the Flash, I'm out. I'm out. If I'm 80 years old, and my and my grandbaby be like, Daddy, a granddad, they're gonna they're gonna restore the, the Snyderverse. I'm like, oh, oh, oh my God, we're the Snyderverse. I'm gonna be that old man. Remember them them old Irishmen sitting there waiting for the Boston Red Sox to win a World Series, right? Because they had won since 1916 or some shit like that. Granddad, the Red Sox are going to the World Series. <laughs> Not until they win it, they have to win it. I was there the last time they won in 1916, the curse of the goat. They got to break the curse of the goat. So grandkids going to come to me, granddad, granddad, guess what? What is it, child? They're going to restore the Snyderverse. What? (laughs) 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 Okay. 
I'm on a tangent. Just y'all gotta. I'm 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 on a tangent. <laughs> I'm on a tangent. I'm on a tangent. Yeah, yeah. Listen, go see Guardians of the Galaxy, and when you see the Bat Family, you instantly re- recognize it. D- yes, they're making fun of Hispanics. Okay, you'll see the octopus with the dreadlocks. With the roster hat. Don't play with me. I know what I saw. I'm not stupid. All right? Am I offended? Eh. It's James Gunn. What do you expect? Okay? Now. Um, so they save all the animals. The, t- the, the, the Cosmo the dog was cool. Telegraph. Tele, uh, telekinesis. You know, the Russian dog. The Russian cosmonaut dog. That was cool. Um, Gamora, this Gamora, ooh, she was vicious. This version of Gamora was vicious. Uh, let's see, let's see. Nope. Oh, so at the end, Peter goes back to Earth. Oh, girl with the antenna, she goes her own separate way. So it's the new Guardians are Groot. Oh, and then Groot, Groot talks at the very end. He says, I love you guys. Now, why did y'all make Groot say that? This For three movies. Not a matter of fact, five, six movies total that Groot's been in. For six movies, Groot's been in. All you ever heard him say was, I am Groot. At the very end, he's like, I love you guys. That was stupid. But let's continue. So the new Guardians are Groot. Rocket Raccoon is the new captain. Adam Warlock. Oh, Adam Warlock. Remember, now he's a, once again, genetic, we'll get back to this genetic thing right they took him out his cocoon too early remember at the end of at the end of volume two when the the sovereign queen takes him out of the they took him out the cocoon too early he has the mind of a seven-year-old child stupid powerful but he has the mind and reasoning of a seven-year-old child because they took him out of uh, gestation too early so we have Groot Rocket Raccoon uh the guy uh from the Ravagers I think his name is Ken or Kip, Adam Warlock, uh, and then Cosmo, also Cosmo, and I think that, that's your new Guardians. Yeah, Cosmo, Kip, Adam Warlock, Rocket, Groot. Yeah, Groot. Drax stayed behind or nowhere to help rebuild and deal with the children because he was the only one that understood the children's language. Let me see, is that it? I think I'm missing one more guardian, but that's your new, that's your new guardian. So Peter Quill goes back home to earth, goes, sees his grandfather. His grandfather's still alive. He's like, Oh my God, Peter, 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 whatever. So they're, and then they're eating, he's eating Cheerios. And then there's the newspaper report that Kevin Bacon, um, was, tells this story about being, uh, abducted by aliens. Cause if you watch the guardians Christmas special, which was whack, Kevin Bacon, Bacon, the Guardians had kidnapped Kevin Bacon. That was whack. Yeah, Groot, oh yeah, Groot, yeah, Groot, Groot evolved, like, Groot's like 10 feet tall now, man. Groot, like, this new version of Groot, he's like 10 feet tall. Um, I like some of the creatures that the High Evolutionary had. Basically, the War Pig and the other creature were just like a, a, a mishmash of Rock Steady and Bebop. If you watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know what I'm talking about. So when they pull up to the gate, is the two creatures 
they're genetically modified. Well, one's called War Pig, another one's like a a, a deranged looking turtle. Clearly, Rocksteady and Bebop. I I caught it. I caught it. All right. I forgot about the girl. What girl? Oh, the little yeah. One of the little girl. One of the little children. Little, one of the little special children is 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 part of the Guardians. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. So one of the one of the genetically modified children is one of the the Guardians now. I, I'm over this. Everybody's done. So there's gonna be no more Batista. No more. Well, no more. Batista playing Drax, no more Zoe playing uh, Gamora after this day. They're all done. Um, Chris Pratt will be back, but it'll be under a new direction. So, yeah. Yeah, the new Hunger Games looks good. I'm going to go check it out. It's the prequel to the prequel to the prequel. The new Hunger Games looks good. But, Zoe, yeah, Zoe's, she's in this. Yeah, Howard the Duck, they're all playing poker. You know, um, Cosmo's upset at Kip because he ca- kept kept calling her a bad dog. And she's like, take it back, take it back, take it back. And then at one point, he calls her a good dog right before she takes two blocks of concrete and kills the giant turtle. Uh, the action sequences were pretty decent. You know how they do that? And I do the spin around shot. You know, it's like the one continuous shot of everybody just doing everything. That was, that was, that was, that was two, two shots of that. That was decent. Um, okay, that's my review of, of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I mean, it was cool. It was better than Part 2, but not better than, than the first one. Um, but yeah, I will not go see um, Superman Legacy, directed by James Gunn, 2025. No. And they better hope and pray that movie makes more money than Man of Steel. Because whoever they cast that young man is the, to, for the new Superman, bruh, you better have thick skin. Because to me, Cavill, for me, is the best Superman. Now, I like Christopher Reeve. That's cool. But for me, Henry Cavill is Superman. And for me, Ben Affleck, hands down the best Batman. The best Batman. I don't give a what y'all talking about. This is my opinion, okay? Anywho, I'm over. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. Christopher Nolan always does, does good work, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Um... All right, that that's it. That's that's Guardians. I gotta chop that part up, make its own thing. Now, I'm done with that. Now let's get to some nonsense. Hey, movie trash. trash. Okay, you know what? Let's do this. What is this? What clip is this? Nah, I'll say that for later. So now, listen. I don't personally care about the whole Ebony Williams thing because women have been saying their preferences and, and basically with men with money for, I don't know how long, but for, and for those that, and now this is where I have a problem with Ebony Williams. She's very disingenuous. Now this is her ex. Okay. This is her ex. Now she, obviously she didn't get the job done because she, he didn't marry her. Now here's my problem I have with Ebony Williams. What does black mediocrity have to do with your dating preference? Right? You don't like men that drive buses. Cool. But once again, what does black mediocrity have to do with your dating preferences, ma'am? It's not our fault you couldn't secure the bag with the white boy. But, 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 um, let me get to this old clip here. Did I review Smile? You know what? I think I did, bro. It's on my movie review channel. You know what? Let me, I'll look it up. 
Let me do this real quick for Techie. Let me see. I know I did, bro. I'm sure I did. Switch accounts. We review. Smile. Did I do smile? No, I did not. I did, I did not do a breakdown. I didn't do its own breakdown. No, I talked about it, but I didn't do its own breakdown. Matter of fact, if you like smile techie, also watch malignant. I got to say that if you like smile, you have to watch malignant as well. Malignant is just as messed up as smile. I promise you. I promise you. All right. Um, okay. Now, once again, my only issue with Ebony Williams is black mediocrity has nothing to do with your dating preferences because she, at this point, she's not even responding to what she initially said. Now she's done moved the argument over to black mediocrity. No, ma'am. Stick with your original point. Just, she's not even defending her original point. Superman legacy. Um, yeah, it's already locked in 2025, bro. They've already got the cast. Listen, <laughs> They've already cast, casted Superman. They're just keeping that shit under wraps. It goes in pre-production later on this year. It's coming out, bro. It's coming out. All right? It's coming out. I, like, like I said, I can, I can, I'm only speaking for myself. I'm, I'm not going to support anything with James Gunn. Um, I like, uh, I've got up to season two of Yellow Jackets. I think it's, how, how much longer can you drag this shit out? Like anything more than three seasons of Yellow Jackets is doing too much for me. Like wrap it up, wrap it up, you know. Okay, now um, this old clip. Now this did not age well for uh, for T. Boz nor Mary J. Blige. Okay, this clip did not age well for Mary J. Blige nor T. Boz. Now, before I play this clip, <laughs> now, once again, before I play this clip, take a guess as to why this clip did not age well for Mary J. Blige nor T-Boss. Does anyone want to take a shot in the dark as to why? Does anybody want to take a guess as to why? These comments from t- t- damn near 30 years ago did not age well for Mary J. Blige or T-Boss. Or no, I'm sorry, not T-Boss, but Chili. One of these two. I forget who, who, who from the TLC. TLC, period. Nobody from TLC should can ever talk smack about dating preferences ever again. Yeah, Chili got Matthew Lawrence. Okay, if that's a win, okay, so you can... You so the best you can do is a washed up, washed up white 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 boy actor. All right, let's continue. Let's 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 just it's a short clip, but let's continue. Let's continue. Their life, they just right. want somebody to contribute to you know the cause. You know, contribute to me. You the know, let's, do you have a job? I cannot be with you. <laughs> this is T. Boss from TLC. She I cannot be with a garbage man. She just cannot do it. She says she cannot be with a garbage man. Where are all my mafia guys at? All my guys that work in sanitation, all you mob guys. This woman is so ignorant about economics. 
this is like 25 years ago. This woman was so ignorant about finances 20 to 25 years ago. A garbage man? Sanitation? There are sanitation workers that are millionaires on the East Coast. There are sanitation workers on the East Coast that are millionaires. Do you know how many people have... (laughs) Oh, my God. Sanitation is one of the most sought after, has some of the bloodiest histories between warring factions, unions, mobs, whoever. Like, sanitation, like, that shit could possibly get you killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know what? There you go. Claudine was happy with her garbage, man. Man, listen, I I guess pensions don't matter anymore. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. But let's run it back. Let's see how well this aged for T-Boz and Mary J. Blige. Their life. They just want somebody to contribute to, you know, the cause, you know, contribute to me. You know, do you have a job? I cannot be with you. (laughs) This is T-Boz from TLC. She cannot be with a garbage man. She just cannot do it. (laughs) And that's the reality. We would love to just take a Daisy or a card. Yes, that's nice, but you know when there's bills to be paid and you got a yacht and a helicopter and you got this yacht, you land down. Now listen. Date who you want. Everybody is allowed to have preferences. Everybody is entitled to dating preferences. But sometimes those preferences aren't the reality. Right? Sometimes those preferences are not your reality. Yes, I prefer, I don't know, six foot, six one muscle chick. That's what I prefer. But my reality says something a little different. Okay? (laughs) Now, once again, I think men should not waste energy in trying to convince a woman that your profession is worthy of her attention. There's nothing you could tell Ebony Williams. There's no bus driver that could convince Ebony Williams to say, hey, give me a shot. No, do not waste your time. Do not waste your time. But I just found this clip very, very funny that this did not age extremely well. It didn't age well for Mary nor T-Boz because the last time I heard T-Boz after she divorced Mac 10, she, she, you know, and then she lied on him and said he abused her and there was no charges or whatever the case. And you know what I'm saying? She ain't doing so hot. And then Mary, if I'm not mistaken, she's still paying alimony to Kendu, Right? Okay? So... Women, women have been saying this for decades. This is not an old, this is not a new argument. So what Ebony Williams said is nothing new. Women have always had a preference for men that made stupid amounts of money. That's nothing new. Come on. We were in high school and the girls would date the drug dealers. There was no girl in your high school going to date you on a a uh, $5 an hour Taco Bell wage. She's going to go to Pookie and Ray Ray's uncle. Cause he's a dope boy. Let's some of these guys do not live in reality. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. Matter of fact, Chili at one point 
was dating Floyd Mayweather. She dumped Floyd Mayweather. Remember that? Remember, remember how heartbroken Floyd was over Chili? Does anybody remember that? Does anybody remember how heartbroken Floyd was over Chili? Does anybody remember that? Heartbroken over that woman. And then I believe she, she made a joke about how small his package was. And bitch, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Does anybody remember that? Okay. All right. Hair like wool remembers. T-Boz looks terrible now. Horrible. Horrible. Uh-oh. I watched Kendra G's show. These broads have numerous children with numerous men. They work as caregivers and have the nerve to ask men for making six figures. But you know what? Once again, everybody is entitled to their, to their preferences, but the reality is something sometimes a, little, a, a lot different. All right. What? So we just going to gloss over? No, because if you watch me long enough, everybody knows what I prefer. I, I'm not ashamed about that. So nice try. Nice try. Yeah, I like buff bitches. And I did a video six years ago. I used to date one. What you talking about? You must, you hella late. Hella late, bro. Do better. All right. I know, I personally know Chili, and I know for certain they weren't in a relationship. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm sure when he was spending money on her. Okay. It's all good. I'm not here to debate anybody. Queen Latifah used to date Kendu and she hooked up. Uh, that freeloader with Mary. Okay, why is Kendu a freeloader? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kendu used to manage Mary J. Blige. Wait, 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 wait. Come on now. Now, now see, now see, he must be new. Uh, okay, clearly, clearly, clearly. Wait a minute. Mary J. Blige is one of the most difficult artists to manage. Okay, that's a fact. Everybody in the business knows that Mary J. Blige is an extremely difficult artist to manage. That's why her and Puffy had so many back and forth beefs, right? Like that character she plays on Power, that's Mary. Mary's not acting. Do you understand? Mary's not acting on as Monet on Power. That's really Mary. I mean, that's really, yeah, that's really how she is. So now explain to me how was Kendu a freeloader when he was able to either keep her career sustained or even elevate her career as her manager? I would never con consider, Kendu's not, not a freeloader. The story is he was freeloading off of Queen Latifah. That's why. She, oh, okay. I got you. I got now. Nah, I get you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, shit, he did right. I mean, he 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 kept Mary's career going. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. Ken. Yeah. Give Ken do props for for bringing Mary back to relevancy. Yeah. Shit. Now, why was Ken do whack for what he did, y'all? Come on. See, this is why I understand. And so it's okay for women <laughs> to do these no-fault divorces, ask for these extreme amounts of alimony every month. But when a man, see how the, yeah, <laughs> you see how society conditions people, conditions 
gender norms. Like, no, the man is supposed to lose everything and start all over from scratch. No, that's not how universal law works, y'all. Come on. Cannot do one to the other and not expect it to have to come back on you. So, yes, I salute and applaud these men. Date up. If you men date up. Date if she if she's a socialite, date up. And then always have it in the back of your mind to make less money than her. Because when it's time for the divorce, alimony. I would tell any young man, any man in his 30s, date up. Get in, uh, into her social circles. Date up. And if you do are able to secure a, a marriage from her, Make sure she always makes more money than you. Because when it's time for the divorce, I need that alimony. I need that alimony. <laughs> That's why I will have a prenup. We already know what you, we know you, we know you're going to have one. Yeah, Tyrese is a goofy. Tyrese thought he was different. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yes. They constantly fleece the fuck out of men, uh, out of all men, of all financial status, and of all cultures. Yes, but if one dude gets it, he's a pariah. And they, yeah, they call him a, yeah. Like, he's the bad guy. Like, how can you do Mary like that? Yo, for, for, for decades, men have lost everything and are expected to just rebuild and start over from scratch. Like, really? Could you imagine being married to, to somebody for 20 years and you have to start over at the age of 50? Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, cut the check. What are we talking about? All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, next, 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 next. What we got? What we got next? What I got next? Oh, yes. You know what? Since we're talking movies, because y'all, you know, once again, I'm taking on all wagers. This Little Mermaid thing is going to crack a bill. I I stand firm. I stand firm. I'm going to keep saying it. The Little Mermaid will make a billion dollars. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. The Little Mermaid will not flop. Will not flop. Okay, wait a minute. Hold up. And then let me add to my argument. Let me find my screen. I'm going to add to my argument. I'm going to add to my argument. Now, this is for all those that swear up and down. Listen, the Little Mermaid will not flop. I'm just telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to flop. It's going to make a billion dollars. It's going to make a billion dollars. Little Mermaid. Memorial Day weekend tracking with 100. That's the low end is 110. 110 million. That's the low end tracking. That's the low end. I'm taking a pack of edibles. Oh, my Lord, 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 have mercy. All right. Disney's live action take on a two-time Oscar nom- nominated an anima- animated feature officially landed on tracking today for what looks like to be a 
$110 million four-day opening over Memorial Day weekend. Now, it's the low numbers 110, high numbers 130. Okay? Little Mermaid is tracking female heavy, particularly with those under 25. Okay? Now, let me add to my, let me add to my argument. Let's see. We got Guardians. This is old. Yeah, Guardians is looking at one, is already at 130. Okay, okay, okay. Now, let me add to my argument why the Little Mermaid will make a billion dollars. Easily. 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 Where's it at? Let me pull out my little numbers in comparison. If I only had a brain, if I only had a brain, all right, here's why Little Mermaid will make a billion dollars now. These are movies Disney put out that opened under a hundred million dollars, okay? These are some of the movies that Disney put out that made under a hundred million dollars. Okay. Keep in mind right now, little mermaid tracking between 110 million to $130 million comes out May 26. Now, when this movie cracks a billion, I'll be waiting to sit here and and make a stream saying, I told y'all. So let's continue. Cinderella opening weekend was $67 million, went on to gross $542 million. Maleficent opening weekend, $69 million, went on to a worldwide gross of $759 million. Maleficent 2 opened at $37 million, still went on to make $491 million. Dumbo. And these are all the live action movies. Live action. Not animated. Well, animated, but live action. Okay, did live action. Based off animated movies, okay? Dumbo made $46 million in its opening weekend. Went on to make $353 million. Aladdin, Will Smith, opened at $91 million that weekend. Went on to make $1.05 billion. The Jungle Book opened at $103 million, went on to make $967 million. Once again, The Little Mermaid is tracking between 110 and 130. That movie is going to make a billion dollars. Easily. 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 Do you understand? Easily. Easily. What you laughing at? Oh, you're still working. <laughs> All right. Don't even don't bother debating me. I only saw two of them shits in this list. I want to go see Aladdin. Aladdin was dope with Will Smith, and I don't know why they haven't made a sequel for Aladdin two yet, which is beyond me. Right. So don't worry, don't worry. It's gonna it. 
it's gonna it's gonna listen i'll just say this for to be tracking the wage tracking with little to no promotion that's great that's great but um it will have legs it will have time in the theaters they're not going to shortchange it in the theaters um you know black folk will come out and support let's cut the bullshit stop the nonsense once again it, it, white folk ain't too mad at it tracking over a hundred million dollars. Okay. Because you know, black folk, when it comes to demographics, when it, in these movies, then they don't make or break movies like that. So, you know, white folks will be all right. All right. I'll be here to say, I told you so when it cracks a billion, don't, I don't worry. I'll be here to tell you, I, you don't see it making a bill. Are you serious, bro? Are you serious? Does anybody really do y'all? I'll take any wages from anybody. Please bet me this. Please bet me. Run the wager. This thing's gonna make a bill. All right. Let me get to this real quick. Andrew Schultz. This was funny. This was funny. Andrew Schultz. Now, I'm gonna ask y'all at the end at the end of this clip. Were these white folk racist? Let's let Andrew Schultz tell his joke. You guys don't want to have kids? You're going to adopt? What color? <laughs> is there like a preference? Like if they gave you a white one, we'd be like, oh, this is awesome. And then if they gave you a black one, you'd be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But technically you're buying a black person. I just want to let you know. I just, you think you're doing the right thing, but you're really getting back to your roots. You know what I mean? <laughs> You are a skinhead. No, I'm just joking. Guys, guys, we have to chill. Now, was he wrong? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I, I, missed, I missed my man at work reference. Okay, gotcha, guys. <laughs> was Andrew Schultz wrong in this, in this joke? Even though it's a joke, but, right? It, how would you say you... Adopting a black kid would be even better. Like, how would that be even better? So, was he wrong? He was right. He wasn't wrong. Wow. You know, I'll run it back. For those that didn't that didn't catch it, I'll run it back. You guys don't want to have kids? You're gonna adopt? What color? <laughs> Is there like a preference? Like, if they gave you a white one, we'd be like, oh, this is awesome. And then if they gave you a black one, you'd be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But technically, you're buying a black person. I just want to let you know. I just, you think you're doing the right thing, but you're really getting back to your roots. You know what I mean? <laughs> you are a skinhead. No, I'm just joking. Guys, guys, we have to chill. But was he wrong, though? <laughs> right? So was he wrong if, if white folks want to adopt black babies? Like, yeah. Should you be worried? Is that, that, does that give you cause for concern? Does, no? No, so no. You know? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. I hear. I hear everybody. I hear everybody. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. 
Uh, let's see. Let me pull this out the way. Let me pull this out the way. Okay. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, 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 man, listen, she walked right into that. She walked right into that. She walked right in. It's like, come on, sis. Do you not see the you not see it coming? All right. Okay, let me see. What all did I catch? What all topics did I miss? Did I have to go? Okay, so I got mermaid, guardians, clones, Isaiah. Ooh, shoot. Jordan, Neely, Scarlip, and Appeal. All right, let me do Appeal real quick. Let's kind of go into some political conspirator stuff. Appeal. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, jeez. There we go. All right, here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Give me one moment. Give me one moment. Let me find it. Except, oh, okay, okay. No, where's this at? No, no. Okay. About. All right. Now. If you, you guys, you know, healthy eaters, all my people that buy fruits and vegetables and stuff, check the labels on your fruit. Okay. Check the labels on your fruit. All right. I'm going somewhere with this. Appeal. 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 All right, when you out shopping for your fruits and veggies and stuff, and you see this sticker, you should be leery. All right, has anybody heard of this company, Appeal? Okay, so I'm saying this to say... (laughs) Be mindful of the labels on your fruits and veggies, especially if it comes from appeal. So no one's heard of appeal. Nobody's heard from. Okay. I'm going to put y'all up on some game tonight real quick. Okay. All right. Why should you may, why should you may reconsider buying fruit and veggies from appeal? Okay. All right, here's why you should you might want to consider reconsider that. Appeal technology to extend the shelf life of crops without refrigeration and protect them from being eaten by pests by developing a molecular camouflage that uses cutin from plant extracts to create an edible ultra thin barrier on the crop surfaces. From the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Okay. This is why you might want to reconsider. (laughs) Your fruits and veggies. If they have the appeal logo on them. All right. Okay. 
if you see the logo appeal on your fruits and veggies you may want to put that back all right this is one of their many foundations that the gates put their monies into as far as the food technologies all right i'm just saying just so no, no one can't say why well, i didn't know so on november 12th 2022 or this 20 this is back in 2012 appeal was founded with a hundred hundred thousand dollar research grant from the bill and melinda gates foundation to help reduce post-harvest food waste in developing countries that lacked refrigeration infrastructure with this funding appeals founder james rogers hired two researchers researchers he knew from his phd program and commenced working on the product that ultimately would become appeal while the product was originally focused on assisting farmers in Africa and Asia, it expanded to food preservation in the Western Hemisphere. Appeal has since been recognized as one of the first food waste unicorn companies greater than $1 billion in valuation, having raised more than $300 million in total funding in order to continue research and development, development uh, and, to, and to scale globally. Okay. I don't think you you might want to reconsider, you know, once again, this is what it looks like. Okay. There's no way your avocado should naturally stay ripe for days. You already know foods. I mean, veggies and fruits have uh, a limited shelf life for a reason. Okay. There's no way your, your avocado should be ripe for days. Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, this is Bill. Yeah, this is Bill and Melinda. They gave him the startup money. All right. Okay. You've been warned. Now let's get into, oh, we're going to wrap this up with, okay. Scarlett, Jordan, and let's do Jordan Neely. Let's do Jordan Neely. Let's do Jordan Neely. Okay, now everybody's up to speed on the story of Jordan McNe or Jordan Neely. Yes, <laughs> I appreciate that, Laura. Thank you. <laughs> to be mentioned alongside GI Joe, uh, it's a lifelong dream, and I thank you. That means a lot because knowing is half the damn battle. All right, um, Jordan Neely. Now I have a viewpoint that I think a lot of you will disagree upon. Okay. Jordan Neely, my opinion, my, I'm of the, the opinion that Jordan Neely had it coming. I am of the opinion that Jordan Neely was a menace to society. Yes, I know. Ooh, Sly, you blaming black men and black men. Listen. Do you realize how violent and aggressive homeless people are? Remember 20 years ago, homeless people were the nicest thing. 
Nobody feared a homeless person. 20 years ago, you could walk up to the homeless person, have a conversation, buy them some coffee, and you might learn a thing or two. You never know. Nowadays, homeless people <laughs> could possibly it take your life. When you see homeless people and you're with your children, you kind of hurry up. Come on. Come on. Get away from you Grab your kids. You're like, come on, hurry up and get away. Right? You walk, you go out of your way to walk around homeless people. You watch your step because you don't want to step in feces. You hear homeless people on the side, on, on, on the street corners, yelling and talking to themselves. Yeah. When's the last time a homeless person looked, um, non-threatening to the point where you say, you know what, I'm going to buy him some food and have a conversation with this homeless person. No one's taking that risk these days. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Super crazy. Now. Did anybody see the video in the New York subway with the black woman? and her black children and they were all naked. Did anybody see the video in the New York subway of the black woman and her black children naked in the damn subway? Who would be dumb enough to roll the dice and interactions with homeless people. Don't worry, I'll send it to you. I got you, Cass. I'll send it to you. Who would be dumb enough to roll the dice with their safety with a homeless person? I'm not going to run it here. I can't run this here. Man, you crazy, bro. Now, if I know you personally, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Oh, you didn't see that, huh? Ah. Uh, I can't put that on Patreon. Mm. I don't know. Would Cindy be mad if I put it on, on the wake up? Mm, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to run the risk. I, you know, I probably would, should, I probably could put it on, on the wake up, huh? Nick, you know what the funny part is? I don't know what our policies are on nudity <laughs> as far as on the wake up. I don't know. I know the violence policies. Like we don't, we don't have a violence, violence policy, but I don't know what our policies are for nudity, <laughs> but this black woman was naked with her children and they were naked. I'm not taking no chances with a homeless person. Did James Neely have it coming? Now, there's this footage of him supposedly pushing the lady into a train. Some say it wasn't him. Others say it was. I'm not taking any chances. I don't feel bad. I told y'all this mental health illness thing, they're going to plaster it for black men across the table to get rid of you for however means necessary, and they're going to wrap that shit up in a bow tie 
mental illness check off. Get him up out of here. I told y'all this was going to be a bad thing. Yes, mental health awareness should be should be a real thing. But once again, they're going to find a way to flip it on black folk, many black men, and use that as an excuse to get you up out of here by any means necessary. Okay. All right. I'm not taking any chances with any homeless person. You are a threat to me. I'm sorry. Now, yeah, listen, the New York subways are some of the most dangerous places to be in. Right? I mean, let's go back to Bernard Getz. When he did what he did, I wasn't there. People still talk about Bernard Getz. You know, the Jew that shot up the bunch of the black dudes on the, on the train. I wasn't there. But when I see a bunch of black dudes around me, yeah, I'm looking for exit points. I'm looking for if, uh, if, if there's something uh, nearby I can pick up to hit one of these niggas over the head with if shit goes left. Then I'm, then I'm like, okay, who's with me? Okay, let's not play these games. Let's not play these games. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for James Neely. So come to find out. As a matter of fact, let me do this real quick. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me find the clip. Let me find it. Is it Twitter? Is it Twitter? No, it wasn't Twitter. It was sent to me. Oh, I got it. I found. Nope, that's not it. Damn it. I got it. Don't. don't I got it. I just got to fucking find it because I seen it the other day in my phone uh, I'll look for it I'll, I'll look for it another time I'll look for it another time was it Twitter did I get it from Twitter though I think I'm really where did I get it from Matter of fact, there's the other clip of the homeless naked guy, right? And then somebody hit him in the head with a mop or a shovel, like, and he's black. Like, y'all going to be the face of this shit, and people are, are going to get you up out of here by any means. They're not playing with y'all. Oh, man, I hate that when I can't find shit, when I need to find shit. What's up? Uh-oh, did I find it? I got it. Trust me. I got it. I got it. Trust me. Trust me on this. Because I was just looking at that shit the other day. Like, what in the fuck? Nope. Nope. I'm sorry. This is the part of the show where I'd be looking for stuff. Oh, that's not it. That's got a leg I cut off. All right, don't worry. I'm going to find it. Because I got it. I just don't, I forgot which file I put it in. Because I got shit everywhere, you know? 
Sometimes it be like that. Sometimes it be like that. I found it. Got it. It's 21 seconds long. This woman has what appears to be a two-year-old and a six-year-old, and she's swinging the little girl around, and all three of them are naked. Nobody stepped in to help. This woman is, is yelling and cursing. Matter of fact, let me send it to, to the homie right now. Let me send it to the homie right now. I don't know if I can put this on the wake up. I don't know. We'll save it for later. Okay. 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 Let's get into uh, Jordan Neely. Can't trust the galaxy. What I got? Listen, man. Listen. Only phone I trust is the is, is the Note series. I will die with, on the on the Note Hill, right? Okay. Let's get into Jordan Neely. And like I said, this is these are my views, my my points, uh, my opinions. So apparently, this man had has forty, forty roughly forty prior arrests. This man basically has <laughs> forty prior arrests. I, we need to get you up out of here. I'm sorry. We need to get you up out of here. Okay, let's see. The homeless man who was choked to death uh, this week had more than a dozen run-ins with police due to his mental mental health issues. Part of a lengthy history of instability that was tragically never remedied. In some instances, Jordan Neely told cops he was schizophrenic and hadn't taken his meds. See, now you know what you're doing. Okay, see, now you now you know what you're doing. So when you ch- purposely choose not to take your meds, you ain't that crazy. Okay? You ain't that crazy. Okay. All right. He had accepted help from Bowery Residence Committee uh, via the NYC Department of Homeless Services at times through at least 2020. All right, so he knew enough to go get help. See, and, and now nah, we got to get you a body here. We got to get you a body here. As his aunt, as his blood, I was crying out for medical help for my nephew, but everything was about insurance. Doctors knew his condition, but he needed to be treated. He wasn't a bad person. She continued adding that Neely was in and out of Bellevue. Come on, man. Bellevue is, uh, that's Arkham Asylum. That's Arkham Asylum. Neely was in and out of Bellevue Hospital. He just needed better help from doctors who did not give him help when I asked. I was really frustrated. I didn't know what to do anymore. Neely, who was sinking to a deep depression after his stepfather, shout out to stepdads, brutally murdered 
his mom. <laughs> okay, maybe not shot a sip. Okay, I was I wasn't reading the whole story. Wait a minute. Oh my god. Ah! Okay. Sank into a deep depression after his stepfather brutally murdered his mom in 2007. Began crossing paths with cops in earnest about six years later. Police sources said he was known as a troubled street person who hung around lower Manhattan, especially around East Houston. But he turned up in Harlem, Queens, and Brooklyn as well. Okay, here we go. On the afternoon of January 24th, 2013, for instance, cops found Neely on West 145th Street in Manhattan complaining that his body was numb and he was hearing voices. See, y'all better stop playing with these people. He voluntarily went to Mount Sinai Morningside for treatment, but he appeared to worsen in the following years. January 4th, 14, 2016, sources said cops brought him to the hospital when he said he was suicidal. When he was trying to off deletion, deletion thoughts. Eight months later, authorities again escorted him to the hospital after they got several complaints of an irate, intoxicated man threatening others around West 168th Street. By 2018, police were seen Neely frequently four times in February and twice in March. Sources said sometimes they brought him to the hospital or a shelter. Sometimes he refused to go. Get you about here. That's not why we why we doing this. It's gonna hit you. It's gonna get you up out of here. Why why we playing these games? Why we playing these games? Yeah, Bellevue. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows about Bellevue. Let's get him up out of here. Come on, let's stop playing. Yeah, he had to go. Come on, man. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. The, that July, cops took him to the hospital after he threatened the conductor and scared passengers on a train that had left the 207th Street station, sources said. A series of near-monthly calls fo- followed for the rest of the year. In February 2019, he told the cops that he wanted psychiatric help because he was hearing voices. A member of the citywide mobile crisis outreach team saw him wandering aimlessly on a train platform around Norfolk Street on March, 20, uh, March 12, 2020. He was disheveled and smelled, police, police sources said, and he'd been off his med for months. You got to get up out of here. He was brought to Bellevue Hospital for a psychiatric evaluation, though it's not clear what happened after. The crisis team found him four more times during the, the height of COVID pandemic, once in April 2020, and three times in May, the team encouraged Neely to use the city's homeless services, but he appears to have rarely stayed in the hospital or shelter for very long. Cops continued to engage over the next year with home, uh, the homeless Neely, who often mentioned that he was schizophrenic, had ADHD, and was sometimes had thoughts of self-deletion. You got to go. Come on, man. Stop playing with me. You gotta get up out of here. No, come on, man. You ain't pushing society forward. Come on, let's not come on, let's not do this, man. You gotta get up out of here. We gotta get you up out of here. With about 43 calls for an aided case, meaning someone sick, injured, or mentally ill tied to him, Neely would likely have been on the radar of Be Heard, the city's behavioral health emergency assistance response division. 
but the unit which responds to mental health crisis instead of the police doesn't operate in Manhattan yet. Nobody seems to be in charge of like looking at the arrest. Holden told the post, if you keep arresting him and he keeps getting let go without getting treatment, this is going to continue to happen. We're going to get more of these. Neely also had numerous arrests on his rap sheet, the most recent in 2021 when he socked an older woman in the head, severely injuring her and landing himself in jail for more than a year. You got to go. You got to go. Let's go and get you up out of here. We got to get you up out of here. Yeah, yeah. You got to go. What are we talking about? What are we, what are we talking about? You got to go. You got to go. <laughs> Killer Croc. Not Killer Croc. Let's continue. The 67-year-old woman fell when she was punched November 12, 2021, and... He, broke her nose, fractured her orbital bone, and endured bruising, swelling, and substantial pain to the back of her head. Neely appears to have been locked up on Rikers Island from November 17th, 2021 until February 9th of this year when he pleaded guilty to second-degree assault, according to court officials and police sources. A warrant was issued for his arrest on February 23rd, though details on why and how the case unfolded were not immediately available. Neely often stayed with his grandparents when he wasn't on the streets, said James Berry, who lived next to the family in Washington Heights. But it was a tumultuous relationship fraught with arguments, drug use, and death threats, police sources said. His grandmother told police in 2009 that Neely wouldn't listen to them, cut school constantly, and hung out with an older crowd. Now here's the nonsense. Jordan is a sweet kid, but he is very hard-headed. He will not listen to uh, he will not listen to me or his grandfather. We don't want him to get in trouble. He's not a bad person. We hope Jordan can be helped in some way and start acting responsible. In 2010, he threatened to kill his grandfather. They wouldn't let him inside sometimes at night because they were afraid of him. Barry told the post, "I never saw him violent myself, but I saw him sleeping in the hallway in front of the grandparents' door a lot. My wife would fix him a plate of food sometimes, and I'd give him a couple dollars." There was something a little mentally off about him, but we all knew what happened to his mother. It's a sad situation. Jordan didn't deserve to die. I hope some justice can come out of it. Get your, get your ass about here. Get the fuck out of here. Michael Jackson, that person. I mean, go and get your, get, 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 you know, you got to go. Uh-uh, no, 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 you got to go. No, 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 you got to go, sir. No, no, no. No, you got to go. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> now, is, is the, the white Marine a hero? Not necessarily. I wouldn't call him a hero. I wouldn't call him a hero. Yeah, no skills. Re- where's AM1? No skills, no resources. No skills, no resources. No, you got to get you got to go. Gotta get, gotta get you out of here. All right. He had it coming. Sorry. Now, listen, if you are the grandson or son of that woman's, the woman he assaulted and her face was busted and broken up, you're not sad about this. If there's some guy that assaulted my grandmother, mother, auntie, 
niece, cousin, like broke her a bone in her face because of him. I'm not sad this happens to him. I'm like, damn, I wish I was there to help. To help choke his ass out. Come on, man, quit playing with me, man. No, nah, nah, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. No. No. We're not going to do this. You're going to get your body here. <laughs> yeah, Shimon, let's go and get your body here. Sweet little kid, my ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The universe. <laughs> you know, hey, go ahead and get, get him out of here. All right? Okay, okay. Now, before I get out of here, what I want to cover, what I want to cover. Before I get out of here, I got two more items. Okay, Scarlet. Okay, I'm going to do Scarlet last. But yo, Christina Applegate, and I didn't know this. Now, this speaks to me because um, everybody knows my, my good friend, rest in peace, Kara. Um, she had worked with Spike Lee and, and 50 Cent. She did 50 Cent's G-Unit campaign for his shoes. She did the S. Carter um, shoe um, marketing. She was the one that actually worked the deal for Dr. Dre, uh, Beats by Dre, when they were, were initially with Monster. She worked those deals. And uh, she was a big dog in the business. And um, she uh, had at one point was diagnosed uh, early stages of MS. And she decided to take matters into her own hands and not go through the next 30 to 40 years of her life as a sufferer of MS. And um, I remember watching Annette Funicello when I was younger, I, watching her kind of be debilitated with MS. Cause I mean, you know, back then, nobody knew, really knew what, what, what multiple sclerosis was or what it really did. All I remember is Annette Funicello in a wheelchair and her, she was all like this. She really couldn't talk. And I just, and that's burned an image in my head of MS. So Christina Applegate uh, has been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And this is heartbreaking because, yo, I understood why my friend did what she did. I was never upset with her. Um, she left a note explaining why, but to me, she didn't need to explain anything. Like, I get it. Like, nobody, that's one of those, like, nah, you know, like, you don't want anybody to go through that, you know? Nah, I'm not going to scan. Come on, you're really going to make me scan this shit? See what technology has done? Now, for me to, to read the rest of this, it wants me to scan. I'm not going to scan this. No. Let's just do this. Okay. Okay. And once again, you know, MS is one of those things like there's no, it only gets worse from here on out. Christina Applegate makes us laugh and has for decades as a teenager on Married with Children. an Emmy-winning turn on Friends. My so-called sister gets a 30% discount from Ralph Lauren, and I still have to pay retail? <laughs> in Anchorman as Veronica Corningstone. I will have you know that I have more talent and more intelligence in my little finger than you do in your entire body, sir. Now in the just-released trailer for the final season of her Netflix show, Dead to Me, 
getting their first peek at the work she calls the hardest thing she's ever done due to her multiple sclerosis. This is the first time anyone's going to see me the way I am, she told the New York Times. I put on 40 pounds. I can't walk without a cane. I want people to know that I am very aware of all of that. After years of balance and numbness issues, Applegate was diagnosed with MS in the summer of 21. Production on the series stopped, then resumed at Applegate's insistence. It's not like I came on the other side of it, she said. Like, woo-hoo, I'm totally fine. Angry at this twist of fate, shooting resumed on her terms. Oh, I'm so happy you're okay. Oh, God, maybe oh, the hugging's gonna sorry. kill me. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I love you. Applegate's days were shorter, with fewer walking shots. She took a wheelchair to the set, and in some scenes had a crew member hold up her legs out of camera range. Actress Selma Blair, who also has MS, told Savannah Applegate gave her strength. <laughs> Saw Christina Applegate, you know, she did the last season of Dead to Me, and she was really dealing with a lot of major health challenges with MS, and watching her do it, that was an inspiration. Now it's the viewer's turn. Applegate says if people hate it, if people love it, if all they can concentrate on is, ooh, look at the cripple, that's not up to me. A courageous performance despite a potentially debilitating disease. For today, Ann Thompson, NBC News. Good for her. What a story. What yeah. courage. Yeah. And what honesty. Yeah. Okay. Now, she make, there's one point where she says she has a glass shower. Here we go. This is what, this this what kind of got to me. She said, with the disease of MS, it's never a good day. You, you just have little shitty days. People are, are like, well, why don't you take more showers? Well, because getting in the shower is frightening. You can fall, you can slip, your legs can buckle, especially because I have a glass shower. It's frightening to me to get in there. There are just certain things that people take for granted in their lives that I took for granted, going down the stairs, carrying things. You can't do that anymore. It fucking sucks. I can still drive my car short distances. I can bring up food to my kid up, never down. Damn. Now, if you told me this was Christina Applegate, I wouldn't have believed you. She looks like a bloated Christina Aguilera. Right? This is terrible. Um, she's now has, she has a mother to a daughter that's 12 with husband Martin. Okay. Also says she doesn't have friends who visit her to lend a hand either, which suits her fine. No, I know it sounds like, yay, but I'm actually, I actually don't want to be around a lot of people because I'm immunocompromised. I have my friend who lives here during the week week and she helps me take care of Sadie. And then on the weekend, I have a caretaker. I also don't want a lot of stimulation of the nervous system because it can be a little too much for me. I like to keep it as quiet and mellow as possible. It's exhausting. Imagine just being in a crowd of people and how loud that is. It's like 5,000 times louder for anyone who has lesions on their brains. Once again, I, I was never upset at my friend for doing what she did. I, I get it. This is not a good thing to have at all. It only gets worse from here on out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, um, shit. Creative. Mine, thank you for the 20 on the, on the, on the cash app. I appreciate that.
Okay. Okay. All right, final story. Scarlet. Oh, shit. I'm sorry to hear that, Techie. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Wow. Okay. Yeah, man. Everybody send love and light to, to, to keep it Techie and his wife, man. I didn't, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Shit. I, I yeah, man. Damn. Okay, New York hip-hop, New York rap um, has a shot in the arm. If you haven't heard of Scarlip, it's, that's okay. That's okay. I don't expect <laughs> people to, uh, you know, but that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm here. Scarlip, now listen, she has a horrible, horrible backstory, and it makes sense that how she, the way she raps. Cause when I first seen her, I was like, Oh Lord, no. Like everything you want to say that's wrong with female hip hop, you could attribute it to her. But once you hear her backstory, it's like, ah, shoot. Okay. Now it makes sense. I get it. Um, right now, Scarlett, she got the co-sign from Buster Rhymes for the remix. And she got the co-sign from Cardi B. um, Okay, she's kind of dope. I like her and Billy. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. All right, well, she survived the first round of coming out of New York. I think, I don't know. I don't know. But, yo, let's get into her backstory real quick. It's pretty tragic. And then I want y'all to, I'm going to play a snippet of her song. So, y'all, I may or may not get hit for it, but I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for that prepare for that but her she talks nothing like how she raps right but let's just get into it real quick i won't play the whole i won't play the whole interview i just want to hear her back her immediate backstory of how her family did her her family her own flesh and blood so basically like me and my family like i don't fuck with my family because like like i said i feel like they abandoned me like at a young age my mom died like mm-hmm. at 12 o'clock I, t- I said at 12 o'clock at 12, right, years, old. At 12 okay. years old, my mom passed away because she got her. she got hit by a car. Mm. It was a hit and run, but she survived the hit and run. But then she died in the hospital. Complications. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I moved in with my aunt, and my aunt was not the nicest person. Mm. Now pay attention with the to what the aunt does. Now this is her mother's sister. This is her mother's sister. Her this is her niece. So please. Don't ask me to talk about Jeffrey Epstein's calendar. Did you today create a safe space for your child to come talk to you about who hurt them? Did you accuse your uh, abuser today? Once again, black folk, Jeffrey Epstein's calendar of who he was going to meet with is none of your business. Let's continue. And her boyfriend wasn't a good person either. Oh, so he was going through some some battles in the household with them? Yeah. Could you talk about it or not? Nah? Yeah, I could talk about it. Basically, like, my my aunt's boyfriend would, like, touch me and, like, mm. sexually abuse me. 
And then, like, I couldn't really go to my aunt and tell her about what was happening because my aunt was the one, like, letting him do it. Like, my mm. aunt. So she was aware of what was going on. Like, she would drug me so that mm. he could take advantage of me. That's crazy. Lord have mercy. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, me and my brother fell out because, like, I call myself Scarlet and I got a scar on my lip because my brother attacked me and he gave me a scar on my lip. Okay, so basically, her brother wanted money from her. She had no money to give him. And she punch, he, he punched her in the face and split her lip. And there's a scar. And that's how she got the name. That's why she calls herself Scar Lip. Now, her music, once again, if you did know her backstory, if you listen to her music, you'd be like, oh my God, this is everything wrong with female hip hop, right? But once you hear the backstory, now you understand why she raps the way she does. And I came front. The song is growing on me. I've been listening to the song at least once a day for the last week. The song is growing on me. Once again, she has the official uh, co-sign from Busta Rhymes. Remix is coming out. Cardi B gave her the co-sign. Listen, we about, we about to get these light-skinned broads up out of here. Ain't going to be no more Ice Spice. And no more Lottos and Glorillas. All these little skinny, light-skinned chicks about to get the hell up out the way. Scarlip is coming. And I'm here for it. Scarlip is coming. Let's let's get into the room. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Hey, don't sleep. Oh, hey, hey, light-skinned, get up out of here. Hey, no more you high yellers. Y'all time is up. Yo, I'm with it. I'm fucking with Scarlip. I'm fucking with Scarlip. Hey, you light bright gotta go. You light bright gotta go. I'm sorry. You kidding me? She got next up. <laughs> she got next up. She got next up. She got next up. Hey. Listen, man, listen, I'm here for it. Get these light brights up out of here. Get these light brights up out of here. <laughs> and that song slaps. I can't even front. That song slaps. That song slaps. This is your type. No, it's not my type. Hell no. Hell no, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. No, it's just, uh, yo, I mean, I, I, once again, hearing her backstory, I get it now. It makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world. Um, because, you know, her pain is genuine. Her pain is, gen she's not a very, she's not a looker, you know, and she's aggressive. She got the energy. You know, uh, but of course, you know, hip, female hip hop is always going to go with light skin. That, that, that's, that's just that's just a given. It's just which one are they going to pick to stay on top for a while? So I don't know. Um, Ice Spice got the Nikki cosign. I, I, Lalo, Lotto is, you know what? Who would be the first to fall off? Let me think. I think Ice is going to be okay for a while. But once again, you got to produce hits. Cardi B is still, in my opinion, the top light bright and then Nikki is, is still there. 
Um, as far as the new girls, I don't see Glorilla lasting long. I just don't. I don't see Glorilla with another hit. I think um, her single or that, I think that was it for her. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't hear it, you know? Um, I believe Glorilla will be the first, even though she signed up to, uh, what's the nigga name? Yo Gotti. And, and, you know, if she, if she plays the game right, you know, and offers up people and stuff like that, could she extend it? Yes. But would that keep her rap superstar status? Not necessarily. I think she'd be the first to fall off out of Glorilla, Lotto, Ice Spice. Lotto is a good-looking woman. She's been, I mean, parents industry, she's industry. I believe she will do more to stay in it. Um, I, And then, like I said, Ice Spice, make of it what you will with the, with the Nikki cosign. And, of course, we still got Nikki and Cardi B on, on top. So, but I like this scar lip. I like her energy. She's not the prettiest thing, but she's aggressive. Um, she has that that DMX energy. Like we're not trying to be pretty and 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 witty and all that extra shit. So if you light bright, <laughs> stay out of Scarlet's way. So I I like the energy that she's bringing. You know. So. All right, all right. So, sweetie, does she even still make music? Ah, she ain't do shit. She don't do shit. Lotto looks like Giselle from Potomac. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Koi LeRae. Um, I don't consider her a rapper, man. I don't. I don't. You know? Did I see Lil' Kim's new... Oh, no, I didn't, bro. Oh, shit. Okay, let's... Let's, uh... Let's let's take a look. Let's take a look. Look in what's she looking like? Twenty twenty three. Is this it? Oh, yikes. Yee. She has not been pretty for a very, very long time. This looks like she visited the Kardashians. Does it even look like her? Wow. Is she trying to look like a Kardashian? Because that's what the vibes I'm getting. I'm, I'll pass. I'll pass. I'll pass. Uh, yeah, I'll pass on this. Yeah, y'all got it. Y'all got it. I'm cool. Listen, she got the crooked eyed baby. You know what I'm saying? She good. She. Hey. Oh, that's not it. Shit. Okay, let me. Techie said that's not it. Okay, let me go back. Techie said that's not it. All right, all right. Let me. Cause that was from March. Okay, so let's see from three days ago.
this is from May 2nd. You know what? Let's just do this. Just I'm going going right to her uh, IG. This is from a day ago. Okay, I okay, I ain't gonna front. Her shape looks good. Like the you know, she been wearing her faha. Okay, she been she been wearing her faha like she's supposed to. <laughs> Witchcraft. Yeah, she uh listen, she wearing the faha like she's supposed to. Can we do a blue paper, green paper, white paper like <laughs> No Lord have mercy, no. Uh, okay, I ain't gonna front. This looks good. I mean her body sh- shape and shit, yo, this this is what happens when you properly wear your faha. When you wear your faha from for six months to a year, this is what this is what you're supposed to look like. I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad. Okay. I see you. I see you, Kim Jones. Okay, we see you, Kim Jones. Now I got to see it from, okay, can you turn around, turn around. Can you turn around, please? Just turn from the side. Is it, let's see, let's see, turn around. Are you going to turn around? Uh, not going to turn around first. At least turn to the side. I mean, she's stupid curvy, yo. She definitely been wearing her faha. <laughs> she definitely been wearing her faha. She got the leopard, is that leopard boots? That leopard print? Uh, you, know, you know what time it is. I can't front. Kim looks good. Kim looks good. That bitch look good. Hey, listen, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. Yeah, listen. When you wear your faha, I, I we can't can't please everybody, y'all. I can't please everybody. <laughs> can't please everybody, y'all. I ain't mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Listen, I've held your attention for the last two hours and 15 minutes. Yo, you know whose um, surgery looks bad now? Uh, what's her face? SZA. SZA ain't, ain't been wearing her faha. SZA ain't been wearing her faha. And the video I did have, she's in the sheer top, so I really can't play it like I want. I don't want to get, I don't want to get popped for that shit. Did I download that shit? I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. I just can't find it. It's somewhere in here, but SZA ain't been wearing her faha, y'all. Matter of fact, let me go back to Twitter and find it. Let me find scissor. Yes, this ain't ain't been wearing a fire like she's supposed to.
Her midsection is. Here is the one I can't show. I don't know. See, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Y'all just have to catch it on Twitter. You just have to catch it on Twitter. Yeah, SZA ain't been wearing her fire like she's supposed to. Anywho. Yes, it, she looks terrible, right? Yeah. You know what? Can I find a newer version? So when it's when she's covered up? Okay, I found this one. Okay, she posted this today. All right, let me pull. I can, I'll show this one. I can show this one. <clears throat> I can show this one. Yeah, Scissor, she did. She went overboard. I think did too much. She did too much, in my opinion. All right, come on, send it to myself, damn it, sin. There we go, sin. All right. Okay. No, Faha. You don't know what a Faha is, bruh? F-A-J-A, Faha. Ladies, get my man Lorenzo up to speed on what a Faha is, if y'all don't mind. If you would be so kind, ladies. If y'all would be so kind. Get my man Renzo up on the Faha game. Okay. This is currently SZA. And like I said, she ain't been wearing her Faha. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. This is... All that I... <laughs> Nah, sis, no, see the midsection, see, no, no, see, no, no, sis, no, I don't know, y'all, I don't know, I don't know, see, some pictures I'm, I'm, I'm seeing is not looking too blurry, looking a little wide, I'm going, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, no one's going to kick her out of bed. I'm just, I'm just, see the other one I would, I can't show because it's a sheer top. She still looks good. I mean, yeah. listen, you just have to, I guess, be around enough surgeries to, she can't look that much different. I, that's what I'm saying. Like you would have to. Be around those types of surgeries to know what the look is supposed to look like. You know? Yeah, the scissor ain't scissoring. Scissor ain't in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to be around those types of, uh, it's the recovery process. You have to be, like, well-versed in it or know enough to know what you're, what it's supposed to look like and to know enough about, you can tell us if someone is doing their proper, um, maintenance or, or you know or after aftercare procedures you know what i'm saying you're supposed to wear a faha for depending on what you get done anywhere for six months to a year you know anywhere for six months to a year depending on what you got done so a lot of these chicks don't even wear this shit for for at least six months and then you they give you uh, a nutritional plan 
They tell you what to eat, what not to eat. For the next six months to a year, you have to kind of stay on this and wear that faha every damn day. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking facts here. I'm speaking facts. Because after two years, three years, it's gonna, it's gonna go right back to you know, it's gonna be looking all bloated and shit. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It, I don't sis ain't she ain't, her aftercare it needs needs work. Matter of fact, yeah, she got exactly. A lot of them get lazy. They think it's a a, a magic pill or some shit. No, the doctor tells you. There's videos you have to watch. There's pamphlets and brochures they give you. They tell you, look, for the next six months to a year, you have to do this. Okay? They tell you for the next six months to a year, you have to do this. This is your aftercare uh, maintenance program. And then like in six months, you come back to see them to see how you're progressing, you know? Like, yeah. You know what? Let me do this. Let me do this. There's an IG. Let's go to her IG. Let's go to her IG. See what I'm saying? I really can't show that shit like that. Okay, when did she post this? This was 12 weeks ago. You can tell she's still like recovering. But like Club Fortune says, she lazy. Because now when you look at, let's say, oof, I hope I don't get pinged for this. Hey, don't ping me, don't ping me. You, you, see, you see what I'm looking at? Like you can tell like you have, you just have to. Be around it enough. Like she ain't doing it. She ain't doing what she's supposed to do. Mm. She ain't doing what she's supposed to do. She, 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 you know, she not doing the proper aftercare. I'm just telling y'all what it, I'm telling y'all what it is. I'm not an expert, but trust me, I've been, I'm, I know enough. I've been around it enough to know what it's supposed to look like. All right. So, you know. Not trying to debate anybody or like, but I, I know enough. Okay. Just slap some coconut oil in y'all stupid. All right. So, yo, I'm going to get out of here. And uh, <laughs> I want to thank everybody that came through tonight. I know it was, it was a late show and I apologize for that. But um, I will chop this up and put the uh, the Guardians review on the movie channel um thank you everybody that, that donated time and energy and, and donations and all that good stuff so i appreciate um all the the energy and the, the attention and stuff like that so um yeah yeah i thank everybody for hanging out so i'm gonna get up out of here hey i'm still hungry i have editing to do i'm hungry as hell uh, i'm hungry as hell I know that much. So with that being said, you know what? Since, you know, since we saw Guardians, God damn it, Batista's going to take, take us home, bro. Take us home. Give me what I want. Give no me what I want. I want.